Hello and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm J.D. Davidson, the Center Square Midwest Regional Editor. Joining me today is Ben Yount, Wisconsin's contributor for the Center Square. Ben, how are things today? Well, almost 60 degrees once again, which means I think I'm going to fire the grill back up. I kind of got a taste for either bratwursts or sausage and peppers, but it's too nice of a day to be cooking inside. So once again, out in the the, the mostly snowless front yard to uh, to grill this evening. You absolutely can't waste a day in February where you can get outside and use the grill. It, we're going to get two inches of snow on opening day for the Brewers on April 2nd. I promise you it will be cold and snowy as we tailgate there. So I might as well tailgate at home when it's warm and not snowy. Absolutely. We're recording this on Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Ben, we're back and so are the state's legislative district maps. This time, though, we may be finished with them, at least the ones for the state. What happened earlier this week? Well, long story short, Governor Evers signed the legislative maps. And this was not unexpected, but you always have that sense in the back of your mind of, "Mm, is this one going to really work out? And like we talked about last week and the week before and the week before and the week before, Republicans in the legislature saw the writing on the wall. They understood that the Wisconsin Supreme Court brought in outside experts and five of the seven proposals for the maps were disastrous for Republican chances of keeping the legislature, that they were all drawn to favor Democrats. And the the options ranged from not good to really, really, really not good for Republicans so the, the the thinking was, as, as I think it was last week, maybe the week before, that Republicans passed Governor Evers' maps with a few changes. Just move the lines back a little bit, put this lawmaker back in their district, that lawmaker back in their district. Well, the governor didn't sign a map that was 99.2% of his map. He wanted 100%. And so the, the legislature last week gave him 100% of his maps. And he waited till till Monday. Well, he had till Tuesday. So he waited till almost the last minute to sign his map, said he's doing the right thing, said it is a victory for Wisconsin. It is, uh, you know, finally putting gerrymandering in the past. And this then caused what I think was was an interesting, if predictable split. You had an awful lot of Republicans criticize the move. They see this in the short term as giving this governor everything that he wants, setting up the Democrats to win the at least assembly in November, and then perhaps the, the Senate a couple of years after that. Meanwhile, you had Democrats who voted against the governor's maps, that if you remember back to, to last week, Democrats tried to, to, to sniff out the conspiracy. Well, well, why are Republicans doing this now? We don't trust them. They can't be trusted with redistricting. Let's let the court do it. And so Monday afternoon, after the governor signed the maps, Tuesday morning after the governor signed the maps, there was all sorts of victory lapping from Democratic lawmakers in Wisconsin. And they, they wasted no time in taking credit for ending the gerrymandering and giving people fair maps and the like. Now, there is still a little bit of uncertainty. The governor asked that the Wisconsin Supreme Court confirm 
or affirm that these maps would be used in the recall effort against Robin Voss. And this is a couple of, of staunch conservatives who are just so mad at Robin Voss for not firing Megan Wolf that they're willing to go to the mattresses. There's also an open seat. Uh, Lena Taylor became a judge, and so they'll have to have a special election to fill her seat. And the governor wants to make sure that these new maps will be used in those elections. And so that could open up an avenue to take these to the court. But pretty much, at least as far as the legislative maps are concerned, this looks to be a done deal. And Robin Voss, who we spoke with earlier in the week, said, look, this is fine. We'll go and we'll run on these and and we'll see who wins in November. Uh, this Thursday, by the way, today, the day that we are taping this is the final day for the assembly. So they will pass all manners of things and then go home to get elected in these new districts. You know, uh, watching this, I, I was a little surprised that he signed them, but it felt to me like. You're, you're betting a football game with your buddy and you're trying to figure out how many points to ask to get. And you say, I'll take the Badgers, but you give me five. And your buddy says, fine, I'll give you five. And then you're thinking, oh, I should have asked for seven. <laughs> well, this was this was the thought. And, and I, I, I put this on Twitter a couple of different times that, you know, why would the governor take 99 percent from the legislature if he thinks he can get 110% from the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And that very well still could be the case. But again, it's one of these ones that, you know, a bird in the hand, right? Or because the the, the criticism was, is this governor going to be a hypocrite and not sign his own maps? And and I think that the answer to that certainly could have been, well, absolutely. I, I, I do not see a scenario in which Democratic voters in Wisconsin voted against Democrats for exercising as much power as they had. Now, you know, why take 99% when you maybe could get 110? The governor on Wednesday, so yesterday, asked the Wisconsin Supreme Court to take up the challenge to the state's congressional maps. And the story that we posted here just before we turned on the mics for the podcast is that those are Evers maps. He was the one who drew those maps in 2011. Those are 100% of his maps the challenge is, of course, because of the least change principle and really what it comes down to is Democrats think that they can get a better deal by going to the Supreme Court and getting everything that they want as opposed to having two swing districts. Maybe they could get three or four. The problem is that not everybody necessarily wants the congressional maps redrawn. The Western Wisconsin district where Derek Van Orden is that was a Democratic district for 20 years. He just won that. He's going to have to defend it in November's first term. The southern Wisconsin district, where Brian Stile, who replaced Paul Ryan, where he's the congressman, that's another swing district that Democrats think they have a shot in. Gwen Moore, who's in Milwaukee, Mark Pocan, who's in Madison, they don't want to see some of their votes taken away to try and weaken out other districts that are solidly Republican. So it's going to be it's it's not a slam dunk that the Wisconsin Supreme Court is going to change the congressional maps. You also, of course, always have when you deal with something congressional, you always have the opportunity to take that to the federal Supreme Court because it deals with a federal election. So uh, it's the congressional map is not is not as much a done deal as the legislative map is, because that one now has the governor's signature. Well, that, it's good news. At least we'll have something to talk about for at least a little while. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, don't worry. They'll do something. Eric Hovde has decided to run for U.S. Senate, so we'll be able to talk about that from now till November. Don't worry. We'll always have something. That's great. That's all the time we have. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Ben Yowl, I'm J.D. Davidson. Thanks for listening and please subscribe. Like to stay informed on the go? Audible has an ever-growing selection of audiobooks at your fingertips. Whether it's that classic you've been meaning to get to or the new release you've been waiting for, follow the link in our show description to get 30 days of Audible free.